ஜிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கிங்கி
comparatively of course over the years but why is this still a problem like yeah so uh, yes i think definitely uh, with the advent of internet i mean there has been a lot of penetration in fact our entire model is based on a digital platform so i mean thanks to that uh, you know the penetration of internet where we are able to do that but today the big challenge is one i told about the the consumer side problem but for the consumer to avail certain need in that village some business has to cater that right if a business is not able to enter into that village because today their unit economics doesn't work out let's say a business want to enter into a thousand population village their cost versus the revenues doesn't match if the consumer today accesses uh, the digital application as well which today is as low as 5 to 7 percentage but uh, business is not uh, not able to service them and this is where there is a big gap because businesses want to reach out to those consumers consumers want to avail services but there is no one unique marketplace platform basically the costs outweigh anything else of businesses actually moving into something it doesn't work out on the books for them it it doesn't work out because one the time of uh, the unit economics and second thing is the time to market for rural is very high and added to that you have a lot of constraints around supply chain logistics distribution financial constraints and other than all this stuff rural india business thrives on relationship and trust oh Until absolutely you know, yeah you know your consumer what their buying patterns spending patterns it is very tough to establish a relation that's where uh, i mean before you even ask i'm telling the solution so what we have thought is rural india needs a sector agnostic marketplace and it has to be driven physically so that means any influencer or an entrepreneur sitting in a village who is physically present who can influence fellow consumers using our super app for bharat that's what we call as hesa to access multiple services so that he can help a consumer to do a bank transaction he can help the same consumer to buy a product or sell his agri produce or buy insurance or take loan so that's how we are integrating multiple services through one that's product. that's exactly i mean you preempted my next question which was you know it's not just one thing that you're kind of focusing on not like just saying for example to lose use a loose example that a lot of people can relate to is getting i don't know amazon to deliver to a certain village that is extremely far away it's not just that it is a combination of a lot of different things so it's basically getting them to do whatever you and i do online in a tier 1 city in a rural setting have i got that right yes uh, from the consumer side that's the problem we are solving but business right. side see the biggest challenge is the discovery amazon in, uh, can deliver it but i mean like how do they get the consumer who is connecting that uh, that dot is one which we are solving right leveraging a, a robust scalable technology platform and a lot of insights that you guys have into the rural ecosystem by 2025 i believe your your plan is to have a like a pan india presence right and i'm going to use the word that you guys use which is digitally uh, connect 1.5 lakh indian villages and 20 crore rural households from that perspective uh, the issue of social empowerment in the lives of so many people becomes so 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 important talk to me about some of the changes you see in people's lives uh, in the rural areas when you approach them and offer them this change and some lovely stories i'm sure would come out of there yeah yeah there are many answering uh, the model per se itself like you know yes i think india has a potential of you know 6 lakh villages with at least those 1.2 lakh villages where there is a clear cut need that is established that you know it needs a sector agnostic marketplace with you know the kind of model that we are building in which in terms of uh, you know creating a lot of socio economic impact because we are directly generating uh, livelihoods not as an employee as an entrepreneur sitting in a village somebody is earning a decent 8 10000 is almost equivalent to you know earning a 15 20000 in an urban so that's how we are you know working towards generating livelihoods indirectly it will have a lot of socio economic impact on the entire rural per se but now coming to specific stories i think there are you know many in, in case like let's say 
a youth who otherwise would have become a delivery boy or a driver or a security guard in an urban versus today he's you know hesapi he's on his own i mean he has a respect that he's solving multiple things and earning a decent 10 12000 is is something which is you know a very unique by the way and also uh, doing that you know, from his hometown right which which is a big thing he doesn't have to come to the city to kind of do that right that's the big thing yes, just in his village and you know establishing this and i mean i have to share a fact that after this first wave covid a lot of people reverse migrated to you know rural and today at least 350 plus of those people who have reverse migrated are become i mean have become our hesathis and you know they are earning a decent income in their their own villages there that's really good to hear that migration yes is one that i've also heard about quite often from a perspective of, of brands who are listening to this from uh tier 1 cities and decision makers in tier 1 cities a lot of times there is a glass ceiling that you guys that brands reach and and companies reach that when they want to crack they say that i want to i i need to move to a tier 2 i need to move to a tier 3 and expand my business there now mind you that's not always the case for all businesses there are few businesses out there who want to do the same i i want you to quickly talk to us about the power that lies in rural india and how promising that looks especially for the near and distant future for our country okay when we talk about the brand perspective especially when a brand wants to enter into a very deep rural today with the traditional distribution system let's say their last mile distributor who is sitting in a town of let's say 1 lakh population he is happy to cater to that 1 lakh population because there is a density over there i mean for him to get into that 1 lakh population he has to go to almost uh, 50 to 100 villages to get the density so the big challenge is today a brand as famous a brand doesn't know much insights or detailing about how their brand is performing in the rural one second thing is from a brand perspective always there are two things which are very important which is advocacy and second thing is availability for me to as a brand to go and explain that yes this is a brand let's say a washing powder or i mean i don't want to name the brands here but you know or a soap or anyone to actually go and explain to a rural consumer that yes there is a brand which is affordable now you can actually use it is one thing second thing is to make that product available in that village is a big challenge and on top of it as i said part of the advocacy is like today brands spend a lot of money in fact throws on their branding visibility and all but who is validating it i, I mean you will see a lot of these wall paintings across rural when you are traveling on the highways but how many people would observe that how many who is validating whether the brand presence is still there what is the brand recall this is what using innovative solutions because our hesath is house wall becomes the branding uh, billboard space and we are validating with our app where it captures the timestamp and geotag location and digitally we are you know uh, enabling a brand to see how many survey results of their brand we are doing it so that's how uh, you know today uh, the brands are really taking the advantage of it uh, in terms of uh, reaching out to the rural and also enabling the distribution of their uh, products through our network and there's a lot of promise especially if india is to grow rural india is going to grow as well in the next Five to ten years, for sure. There is no other way. I think now the next ten years is going to be rural India's the kind of aspirational goals. In fact, you asked, I missed the point. Uh, you know what? What is that that you have observed or what, some success stories? In fact, ten years back when I started my journey into rural, the kind of aspirational goals I used to see in people versus today. I think today are really aspirational. They are entrepreneurial. They are progressive. they wanted to do something and if right solutions are provided and you know i'm sure i think rural india is going to really you know thrive the uh, the economy upward on a on a parting note what i'd like to ask you is uh, of course say for example there are people who are listening to this who want to really unlock the power of 
rural India with technology. What would be your two cents to them? Your two pieces, of, you know, your, maybe your advice to them. Something that they should keep in mind when approaching a market like this, especially from a perspective that it's probably something that they've never ever done before. So what would you say to those people? So I think if we are trying to, uh, anyone for that matter, uh, you know, trying to get into rural, it actually took me seven, eight years to really crack it, understand what exactly is rural. But anyway, if, if I have to share my thoughts, first thing is, if anything has to happen at a scale, the most important is that the impact that's what we're going to create has to be sustainable. There may be more or a better technology-oriented solutions. When we talk about rural, it's all about understanding what exactly is the pain area. Today, the same consumer has 10 different needs. And if 10 different companies try to go and enter into the, the same market for 10 different needs, uh, you know, the cost doesn't work out. And uh, we always, whether whatever segment that we're working in, I think we should try to create and package consumer specific first and then try to roll out. And without a scale, I think uh, it's very difficult to sustain in rural India. One is scale. I think focus on the scale is second. Second thing is just focus on what is the problem that the consumer is facing. Whatever right. You had a rich uh, 20 years of experience and counting. It looks so promising, Vamsi. And I'm so thrilled to speak with you as you guys, you know, kind of uh, unlock the potential of rural India and especially doing it with tech. Uh, it's something that, you know, you know, makes me very, very, very excited. I want to wish you all the very, very best. And I want to thank you for taking out the time. Here's wishing the entire team at HESA all the very, very best. Thanks. Pleasure is mine. Uh, not only from the 100 plus employees of HESA, but 20,000 plus network of HESA. I mean, we really, you know, wish everyone, all the listeners, uh, you know, Happy New Year and best wishes for everyone, especially in rural India. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this little episode of Tech for Change. You can find me, your host, K, on uh, Instagram. I'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with K. That is off air with K-A-Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Now, to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.